What did I do? <laughs> what's up little mama <laughs> uh guys uh welcome into the chaos fantasy football league podcast this has been a <clears throat> a night to remember uh we are uh so later tonight we are gonna have uh marvy mr marvin oh, man, man spreaders they were man spreaders 2.0 onto the podcast and um so here we are this is um this is a good night to be recording a podcast we just we posted a picture on the chat just a second ago um and we got some feedback from mr sure toby we're supposed to say how good he is but we're gonna skip right over that because it's we don't lie on this episode on this podcast uh but i have got a sweet announcement for us actually first of all i'm your host i am eric schrock and i'm here with mr matt Otto. what's up and the reverend Mr. Kamish, Mr. Reagan Rob. What's up, losers? And so here's this awesome thing I wanted to talk about. All right. Uh, we were sponsored, this podcast, we were sponsored by this. Um, this is a big deal. This sweet thing. Uh, so there's this new. Uh, so many of you have probably taken personality tests and, and some stuff like that. There's this new thing come out that came out that is specifically for. Uh, work and what kind of work you enjoy. And it, it just tells you, uh, well, let me just read, let me just read uh, wh- what they're about. Uh, this is called Working Genius. And and so basically they, they sent us, uh, to sponsor this, this podcast, they sent us some free credits to be able to take their assessment. So this is what they say. This is what the, the Working Genius assessment is about. And it says far too many people in the world suffer needlessly because they don't understand their personal areas of working genius. As a result, they don't do the kind of work that gives them joy and energy. Working genius is a 10-minute assessment with a custom report that provides insights about your areas of working genius, working competency, and working frustration, along with a robust application section that will help you leverage this information in your work, on your team, and in your life. Discover your genius and dive into your gifts today. And so this was just a really cool thing um, that I had found that I took. And uh, and I wanted to share this with you guys. And so uh, we we sent them an email and said, hey, would you sponsor our podcast and give us some credits? And they said, sure. And so... Uh, we're gonna we're gonna each take it. Uh, Reagan and I have taken it. Matt's about to this week, and we're gonna apply it actually to the podcast and how just how we work together, and um, who who has certain responsibilities that actually they really enjoy to do and stuff like that. If you own your own business or anything like that, I would definitely get like your your coworkers or or you know your uh, employees to take this because you get a better understanding of like where they need to be at in the business and stuff like that. I feel like it's really good. I, I really enjoyed uh, the, the little class I took and I watched the, the half hour video that comes with it as well. So I, I thought that, I thought it was really good and I would definitely recommend it for, what is it like? Uh, so it's, it's $25. I don't, the, so I used a, I got a half price and they gave me a, a discount code that was Hawk. Uh, I think there's, 
Yeah, that's that's a discount at like H A W K, uh, and and I was able to take it for twelve dollars and fifty cents. Uh, I'm sure they'd be fine with that pass us passing that on to you guys, but I don't know how long that code will work. I know live stream is one too. Live stream yeah. is also a code. So uh, they also have a podcast, um, and so you guys could check that out. It's actually called uh, At the Table with. Pat Lencioni, I think is what the, uh, that's his name, right? I should probably know that. But yeah, Pat, <laughs> Pat Lencioni is his name. Uh, you can check that out. They are the sponsor. We made the spon- them the sponsor of this episode. So we're excited about that. We wanted to pass that on to you guys. Like Reagan said, it's an awesome, awesome tool. If you're a business owner or if you just want to take the test and see uh, you, just where you draw energy from from working, I think it's a really good assessment as, as well. So uh, check that out, and thank you to Working Genius for sponsoring this episode. All right, let's jump into uh, some announcements from Mr. Commissioner Revrop. I have uh, one announcement, and that is a simple one. I, I said it last week, and I'll say it again this week. Week 12 is the deadline for trades. Uh, week 12 is the trade deadline. So it's for Toby and Nimrod. Get all your trades in real quick. And is no, that all? And no tanking. No tanking. Just a quick reminder. Um, I know McMoon, he was trying to tank this week, and I do not accept that. Um, that is not not cool with me. McFarland was clearly in the starting uh, starting spot, and he was out this week. Obviously, and he knew it. that going into the game, and he knew it. Which it's it's a bunch of baloney, honestly. He didn't even pick AP up. It's like Adrian Peterson was right there as a free agent. He I, didn't pick him up to play. Honestly, it, I'm thinking about kicking him out of the league. Honestly, I'm gonna rage quit if you don't kick him out. <laughs> okay, okay, no, just kidding, just kidding. But uh, all right, can we kick it? Like Matt, I feel like you haven't said anything so far. Do you just, can you just like say something? I mean, I didn't take the assessment yet, so I didn't have much to to offer in that. In that, but I am excited to take it. Um, and I didn't read all the chat messages until like an hour ago. So, but uh, all right, yeah. well, just I just wanted to hear your voice. So all right, cool. thanks for saying that. Yeah. Hey, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go through the standings really quickly here. Uh, Real RG at the top of the league, he's eight and two. Second place, Big Grass Man, he's also eight and two. Third place, we've got two six and four teams now. They are Sir Toby and Mr. Nimrod90. Uh, let's see, three, five, and five teams. Auto Show in fifth place. I am in sixth place. And Reverend in seventh place. We're all three. The ones sitting at this table here are five and five. I, I didn't realize that we had an I in this league, but apparently we have I. Okay, I am sorry. Eric13 is in sixth place. Saucy Nugs. Saucy Nugs. Uh, in seventh place, Reverend. In eighth place, with a tough loss this week, Mr. McMoon, 71. Uh, ninth place, Marvin G. Miller, who is joining us later. 10th place, Todd Rupp, 11th place, Craig Foose, 12th place, Killer Miller. Who picked up his second win of the year? That's right. Okay, so earlier I told these guys that I had a confession before we started recording. And I'm going to share my confession with all of you. Uh, so... Remember last week, the special standings that I did? Yes, the messages. Yes. So my confession is, I'm not 100% sure if that's related to chat messages. Uh, because when I put this, I, I was looking at the, the those that stat earlier, 
and it said that Reagan had was at the top of the leaderboard with 797. Sorry, where did I get that number? 790 chats sent. I looked at it right before we started recording, and it still said 790, and you definitely sent messages since then. So I wonder if it just either updates at the end of every day or if it means something completely different. And that's my confession. I mean, who knows what it means? And I mean, it's not that big of a deal either if you were wrong or right. (laughs) I just thought it was a crazy cool stat. And now I'm like kind of depressed if that's not what it means. But uh, hopefully that is what it means because I don't want to look stupid. It could be a weekly thing. Right. Um, all right. So let's, uh, yeah, that's true. Maybe it, maybe it just updates every week like the records do and everything. Uh, let's jump into our Grasshole Player of the Week. And Matt, can you start us off with your Grasshole Play of the Week? Yeah. So uh, my Grasshole Play of the Week might hit a little close to home for one of the guys on this show. Um, it was Ryan Tannehill. For Mr. Saucy Nugs over here, who lost to Nimrod, who we all know or think that Nimrod is playing for the future um, and not this year, but I do think Saucy Nugs is playing kind of at the the both game. I don't think that's the right way to put it, but I think he's kind of playing future, but he's also trying to win. And this was a big game um, for Eric and Ryan Tannehill came out put a turd out on the field um and he had big ben who lit it up on the bench so that could have got him a win so that's my grasshole play of the week yeah next (laughs) okay next eric (laughs) says my grasshole play of the week is uh, it's pretty obvious to me i was just just looking at the the league scores and when you lose to the worst team in the league and i take blame for that (laughs) And you lose by scoring. You scored. You lost to a guy that scored what eighty six points. Yep. Is that what it is? Yeah. That that automatically becomes my grasshole team of the week. Um. Sorry. Sorry there, Craig. I know Mahomes and some of your good players were out, but uh, Thomas scored four four points something, and your team just sucked. So, <laughs> boom, roasted. All right, and my uh grasshole play of the week is. DK Metcalf, he is averaging on the year, even with this last week, he is averaging 20.79 points per game, fantasy points per game. And if he could have just scored 12 points, he would have gotten Mig Moon, who is in third place in overall points, a win. Or, or if he wouldn't have played McFarland. Or if he wouldn't have played McFarland, if he would have picked up Adrian Peterson. No, I'm just kidding. Adrian Peterson wouldn't have got. I did look at that because I thought that would be so cool to drop that on him, but it's not true. He only scored four. So, um, yeah, DK Metcalf, Fita scored almost like basically half of what his average is. Uh, Yeah, I mean he did have he did have Jalen Ramsey on him, and the that defense is starting to come around. So maybe that's part of what happened there. Absolutely. Uh, all right, we're gonna s- switch on over now to our starts of the week, and as per usual, we will start with our write-in, and that comes in from Mister Real RG, and he has the wide receiver start of the week. 
He says, my wide receiver start of the week is J.D. McKissick. Now, some of you may be saying, J.D. McKissick? That dude's a running back. Well, he does have a wide receiver eligibility, and that is why he put him in here. The last two weeks, J.D. has been on at been in on at least 70% of the snaps and has been target, targeted at least 14 times in both games. You can slot him in as a wide receiver, and you can also get a little rushing work from him too. He has a high floor with touchdown upside. All right, and we're going to move on now to Matt. Uh, can you please give us our tight end start of the week? Yeah, so tight end is definitely probably one of the hardest positions to figure this out at or try to take a shot at because it's literally a dart throw at the board. Other than Travis Kelsey, I mean, last week there was like Gronk was the number one tight end. And I think, I mean, there was like the next, he only, he had a touchdown and that's why he was number one. So, but I'm going to take a shot at it. And granted, my pick last week didn't work out. Granted, Mooney was a hundred percent receiving. He had two targets, two catches, but um, Hayden Hurst is my tight end star of the week. They're playing the saints. The Saints have given up a lot of points to the tight end. I think they're about fifth uh, against the tight end, like worst. And I expect Jameis to put up some points against the Falcons secondary. And uh, Hayden Hurst was the most targeted player on the field last week for the Falcons. And they're going to throw the ball around a lot, I think, because I think the Saints are going to be able to score because Todd Gurley can't isn't the greatest running back. So I expect Hayden Hurst to get a touchdown this week. And... It'll be a solid play. Top five tight end. Nice. Good call. All right. Uh, I will jump in here with my running back start of the week. And I. I feel like we need a drop for like bold take alert or something uh, like that. <laughs> um, so I'm going to go way out on a limb here. Do you guys have you ever heard? This isn't a limb. This is a limb that's already fallen. This is like a dead tree branch. That is not true. Okay. Well. This is like he's the little, still hanging on. This is like the newborn leaf. It's like he a could, leaf that's fallen. Okay, no, fallen. not fallen yet. Okay. I'll give you a leaf, but he could still grow into one of the biggest, most beautiful leaves that you could ever see. Okay. Leaves, uh, leaves. Uh, anyway, Rodney Smith. Do you guys know what team Rodney Smith is on? If I would have to guess, and this is a total guess, I'd say the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he is on the Carolina Panthers. I knew, Ooh, yeah, I knew that. Right division. Um, so maybe Rodney Smith, I was watching some highlights of Rodney Smith, uh, and the dude looks really good. So here's where I'm coming from. Everyone looks good in highlights. You know what? You don't, uh, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) that's fair. Uh, so here's where I'm coming from. Mike Davis, uh, has filled in great for, for most of the year and until the last two games that he's filled in from CMs for CMC. And he's, he's obviously not CMC. He, he got a lot, he got a huge workload and he looked awesome because of his huge work, 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 workload. Um, but he's just, they ran him into the ground and now he looks like an Amish man who, instead of, instead of hooking up his horse to pull the buggy, he's trying to pull the buggy himself. He's, he's run out of, he's run out of horsepower and the Panthers should be ahead. So, so here's, here's, there's so many different angles to this start of the week, but the Panthers Bridgewater, this is an gosh, angle. All right. Bridgewater might be out, uh, but I like Will Greer if he, if he has to play. And I think the Panthers are going to be up in this game. 
Second half, they're going to be running the ball a lot. And guess what? They're probably going to go somewhere else than Mike Davis. Mm -hmm. And the dude can run. The dude can catch. And I think he gets, listen, I'm not calling for like 30 points a game, but I'm thinking this dude who is on the waiver wire in our league could score about 12 fantasy points. He could be a flex play, but I won't be the one flexing him. I'm just calling him because I have Mike Davis and I've got a good team. (laughs) Could have fooled me. (laughs) And so I'm not going to be the one flexing him, but I would, I am calling for at least 12 fantasy points. So nice. Sorry. That was long, but fresh legs to something. Um, That's true. Going to my, my start of the week. uh, Quarterback is my start of the week. This is a guy that has done nothing but ball out this season, averaging just over 290 passing yards and 2.3 touchdowns a game, yet somehow finds a way to not win, but only one game for his team. They have two wins. He wasn't a, he wasn't a starter at the beginning of the season, at the, or the first game of the season. Fun fact: this guy has lost by one or less. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm trying to figure out how to say this. This guy has not not lost by more than one possession. There we go. Uh, in all of his games, he fa- he faces the Jets this week, who give up the fifth. I believe it's the fifth most fantasy points to the quarterback. I have fourth, but I believe it's the fifth. I think he'll be airing it out a lot, folks. This guy's name is Justin Herbert. My bold prediction this week: he throws for three hundred and thirty yards and four touchdowns. Three hundred and thirty yards and four touchdowns. That's that's a nice week. That is a nice week, and I think he can do it. I think he gets another win. I, I think he's going to win. I mean, if they lose to the Jets by one possession, yikes. Yeah. Yikes Adam Gase right. then is hired for another two years, don't you think? I mean, he's not fired yet. No, dude. I think – I honestly – this is what I think that the Jets are doing. I honestly think they are keeping Adam Gase because they know they will keep leading. Le- Guys, uh, I'm struggling tonight. They are keeping Adam Gase because they will keep losing and they will get the, they're guaranteeing themselves in not firing Adam Gase. They are guaranteeing themselves the first pick. It's part of the plan. So whoever hires Adam Gase, we know what their plan is. So what they're saying is they would like Adam Gase to enslave their midgets for the rest of the year. You mean the question you ask in the chat and no one answered? Yep. Freaking Oompa Loompas. <laughs> Oompa All right. Hey, we've got one more segment here before we uh, call up Mr. Marvin. So exciting matchups. Uh, guys, can you tell us about your exciting matchups? And Reagan, hit us up with yours. My exciting matchup of the week is none other than Auto Show versus Nimrod 90. I think this matchup is going to be fun. I think it's going to be a big, big win for Auto Show. And a big loss if Nimrod takes the L because then Matt would jump him in the standings. So I think this is a big, big week for Auto Show. Cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good pick. Uh, how about you, Matt? Who is your exciting matchup for uh, week number 11? 11. I didn't know if that was a state you were asking or stating. Um, No. So my exciting matchup is between Rob's Army and Killer Miller. Uh, Killer Miller coming off of his second win of the season. And looking at the standings, looking at who's in front of Rob's army, there's a chance if he keeps winning, he could sneak into the playoffs in that sixth spot. So what I'm looking for is Shane to 
knock off another, to end another person's dream at the playoffs. Because as the 12th seed, the only thing you got to play for other than that first possible first pick is to play spoiler. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that pick honestly uh, put me to sleep for a second. Then I realized that you said he could, he could make the playoffs Rob's army this honestly my first thought was it's like a Monday night game with the Chets and the Jacksonville Jaguars (laughs) (laughs) but it's not because he can actually make the playoffs yeah yeah Yeah, I just I just compared them two teams to the Jets and the Jaguars yeah you heard it you heard me Killer Miller and Todd Rob hey man I kind of like Jake Luton you should trade for him (laughs) He's gonna be. He's the future of, of an awesome franchise, man. How fast did they go from Minshew to Luton? Like Minshew Manita to to Luton free. Luton free. Oof. Oof. Never heard that one. Ooh. I wish. Do I have a crickets drop? Yeah, you do. Can you say that again? No, <laughs> I can't say it again. Wow. He has to look it up, guys. He has to go on the internet. <laughs> Apparently, the crickets <laughs> went away. They were. It was such a bad thing that the crickets <laughs> even left. This should. The crickets are happening right now. You lose. Oh, yeah, you do lose. Sorry, Anyways. I couldn't find it. Uh, anyway, I think that takes us right up to um, Mr. Marvin coming on for McMoon's manager spotlight. Anything to say about Marvy before he comes on, or? Uh, or any any other announcements? Or uh, so Marvin is the guy that got Craig in the league, just so everyone knows. So, uh, okay, the, sweet. That's that's their cousins. Their cousins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he's also he's married to your cousin. Yep, my cousin, yes. the Rop side. Great. All right. I think that uh, brings us right up to Marvin. Let's let's get him on the line. All right, so we have uh, with us today, we have Manspreaders 2.0, Mr. Marvy in today. <laughs> Good old Marvy. <laughs> for our uh, McMoon's Manager Spotlight of the Week. Welcome in, Marvy. How you doing, man? Hey, it's a pleasure to be on here with all you Browns fans. Hold oh, drop I can actually feel the mediocrity already. This. It's interesting, actually. I think you guys run your fantasy teams the exact same way. And that's that the, the end of <laughs> that's the end of the manager spotlight for the week. We'll see you guys later. Uh, no, just kidding. Hey, uh, Marvin, uh, t- tell us a little bit about yourself before we get in. Just just tell us about your family. Um, tell us maybe what you do, and then we'll jump into some questions. Sure. First things first. I married uh, five years ago. I married a lady from Iowa. She's a cousin to Reagan. I think that's actually how I got into this fantasy league because of that connection. Thank you, Marvin's uh, wife. (laughs) Yes, we moved to Iowa three years ago. I've got two children as well. Uh, They're two and three. And we're going to have another one actually in February. So congratulations. Expand the family. Solid. Where are you? And I... Sorry, I should add too. I um I work for a trim carpentry company, and we also build some cabinets. So I can trim use carpentry a is the main trade. Yep. Nice. Well, um, do you have good? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Are we just going to keep talking? We're just going to go ahead. Go hey, ahead. Uh, t- tell us about your kids a little bit. What have you got? You said you have two kids right now. One on the way. What have you got? Uh, 
male or female? <laughs> <laughs> the oldest one is a girl. Okay. And the next one is a boy. Okay. Uh, do, do you know what you have coming in nope. February? Uh, okay. We decided to have it a surprise. Uh, nice. I, li- I like that. Okay. Um, the, the, the bet we're going to make this uh, for this year is whoever wins the league Ooh, gets I like the work. name Marvin's third-born child. <laughs> <laughs> you better win, Marvin. Yes, please. Uh, what do you have to say about like that? That sounds like a disastrous plan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, um, before we get too carried away here, let's jump into the questions. This is what we're going to do. We've got four four questions that are just random about life or about uh, kind of anything we want to ask you about. Then we're going to have four questions about uh, fantasy football specifically. Matt, can you start us off with just a random question for Marvy? Yeah. Um, so if you could be famous for anything, what would it be and why? Hmm. See, this is the types of questions that I need five minutes to think about <laughs> before a year. I mean, asked. it could be anything. It could be <laughs> top of your head. Yeah, stuff. I mean, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I cured cancer or you know that would be cool but like it could be anything even if it seems dumb it probably is dumb but no i i'm i can't think of anything specific but i want to make an invention that lasts and um yeah obviously makes a big difference somewhere along the line probably along the lines of woodworking i suppose is more what i think long but some sort of invention uh, but sorry, I can't think of anything specific. They yeah, could call it the Marvy. <laughs> no, you know what? What if we, what if we segue this right into the next uh, random question? Um, speaking of woodworking, um, something that I know you're good at that you are currently working on a project for myself is um, your business called the Woodcraft Woodcrafted Design. Um, is that mm-hmm. what? What That's can right. you tell us about it, and what do you do? What are you, what like you make speakers, wooden speakers? You make all kinds of stuff. I even seen that you made um, like a some sort of cake design, cornhole set, different uh, marbles boards. Wait, Just, did did you say a cake design? Yeah, like he made some sort of uh, thing underneath a cake for a wedding. I would wedding. Not, yeah. I feel like that would like give me tons of splinters on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. Yeah, some people are really into the beaver thing. Um, Mike, drop no, over here. Anyways, keep going. I it it kind of started with all the extra wood that we had laying around the shop, and not trying to be too frugal, I turned some of them into uh, cutting boards and odds and ends stuff. And I've always loved it. Ever since I was young, I've tinkered around out in a wood shop. And so now I had all the access to all this wood and making cutting boards was by far the easiest. And we have a ton of little wood scraps that I can glue together. And so I do that. Um, I had made them and would give them as wedding gifts. Uh, and then somebody was, well, I see somebody more than somebody, a bunch of people would always come and say, Hey, you need to always, you need to make these and sell these. And I'm sure everybody else in the world needs one. Uh, which you guys do, so hit me up on the Instagram. Um, but yeah, I kept having a lot of people bug me about trying to sell them. We're, I don't know. I haven't really turned it into a full-fledged business. It still is on a hobby scale to where I make things on my own time because 
time mostly. And uh, sometimes it depends on what we're making at the shop on what for wood scraps are available. Um, but then I got interested in wood speakers. Um, I had made a suitcase boom box the one time and then thought it'd be sweet to have one out of wood. And so I did pretty much took all the same contents and built the one out of wood. And they're also so much nicer than the suitcase boom boxes. And I've, Let's see. Last Christmas, I did a giveaway on my Instagram account. Uh, gave a speaker away. Went out to Idaho, and um, let's see. I also have a wood lathe. I bought one of those. So I've been. I've turned a few cups, uh, a bowl, a um, bunch of odds and end stuff. And yeah, that cake thing. Um, someone from the area wanted a cake stand for their cake, but they wanted. So they wanted a log, and then they wanted a heart in it with their initials and the date. So can, that's dude, what can, I did. Can I guess their initials, and if I get it right, do I get a free speaker? Well, I have to actually remember it. <laughs> uh, my guess uh, is J and M. J and M. Oh, that that was. I was actually going to guess J and M. You guys are already uh, you're already on the gram. Oh, oh well, yeah. Where where can I don't know what you mean. Where can our listeners follow you uh, on Instagram? Second question. Yeah, Woodcraft. Sorry, go ahead. Woodcrafted designs. Second question. Or is it just design? It's just woodcrafted design. Woodcrafted design. I just followed you. Um, also, uh, I don't think we've gotten a... Have we gotten a sponsorship in from woodcrafted design yet? Uh, no. no, you haven't. Oh. You know why? Uh-oh. Because Reagan still hasn't paid me for the speaker that I'm going to make him. Ooh. Uh, that'll be a few hundred, uh, yeah, and but, so but, maybe but, i have a little bit of dough. But, 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 all right, all right. But, but listen, I haven't paid you because you haven't even started. <laughs> <laughs> boy, Easy boy, there. that thing's in my garage about done. Okay. I feel okay. like okay. Uh, there's some okay. animosity we keep here. We got, yeah, let's keep rolling here. Uh, so I, I feel like we're... I feel like I've got to switch it up, but, but I wanted to ask you this question. I actually came up with this question. Uh, so woodworking is in my family as well. It goes back. My dad owned a woodworking shop for a long time. Uh, so I wanted to know what, um, you've ever, what, what have you built out of wood that you are most proud of thus far? Okay. Let me think a little bit. The most, the thing that I'm the most pleased with is actually one that I built um, at on the job. It's not on the side, and it was a live edge walnut table. Now they brought in the wood slab into the shop, and then had a Pinterest picture of table legs, and said, "Make it." And boss man gave it to me and told me to figure it out, and I did. It's got. <laughs> Curved legs, uh, braces with um, dowels in it. They didn't want screws in it, so it's all doweled together. And I just pretty much freehand drew it and put it onto wood, cut it out. It's it's really sweet. I don't know if I have any way of showing any pictures to it. Maybe I should put it on my Instagram maybe, sometime. Maybe you but, should make me one sometime. Oh uh, goodness, I don't know if <laughs> I don't know if you can afford that. <laughs> oh. Yep, Yikes! True, I, poor I have, jokes. <laughs> I have trouble. I have trouble yeah, being a steward of my money. Apparently, uh, Matt. Last random question here. All right, last random question: Hard shell tacos or soft tacos? Um, soft, because as soon as you take one bite into the hard, you got it all in your lap. That's right. 
There you go. All right. Now we're going to jump into some fantasy football questions. Um, obviously, you guys probably know what we're doing by now. Uh, just some questions about fantasy football uh, that we want to know about you and about your game. So, Reagan, hit us up with one of those. Okay. My my first question is, uh, what is your strength in fantasy football? We all know... Matt, Eric, and myself, we were talking to you earlier. We all know winning is not one of your strengths because you did lose to your wife this past week in fantasy football. So what, what, is, what is something that you bring to the table? What, what do you think is your strength in fantasy football? Also, shout out to his wife for playing fantasy football. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, ever since you said, asked this question in the beginning um, to the first manager, I'm like, what in the world would, I, would that be for me? And... Uh, it's hard to tell. I think it's sort of a twofold question. I mean, answer that I have first, I don't get super emotionally involved. Um, and actually I credit that to when I took the one year break from fantasy and I watched when I watched football that year, I'd watch it and I loved watching red zone and just not really have a, you know, um, anything on a game that really mattered. And so I really liked how I how I enjoyed watching it during that time. So when I started fantasy again, I decided I'm going to try to make so that I don't I can watch it the same way. And if my guy doesn't get a touchdown, I don't yell at the screen or or be upset that <laughs> why aren't they throwing it to my guy? Like seriously, just throw it to my guy. But I think more importantly, when it comes to winning and losing, I just it's whatever. If you get tore up about a loss, I had two really bad losses this year that were by points like point one and point something very sh- small. And I didn't get too, too tore up about it because reality is Tuesday rolls around. I'm ready working on next week's lineup and sort of forget about the past. So, so your, and your strength so, is you don't have a heart and you don't care about your guys. Is, nope, is, no, is, no, I don't. It's, 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 and actually the other thing is I don't rage drop like you. Okay. Um, I don't rage trade like you guys do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have gotten an enormous amount of uh, trade offers already because apparently I should be tanking at this point and uh, moving on from all my guys because I suck. <laughs> and I'm apparently not on the same page yet. So <laughs> I, th- I thought Nimrod was the only one in this league that sucks. But anyway, pretty much what he's saying is his strength <laughs> is short memory. Uh, okay. Yep. There it is. Yeah, I think so. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. So this is this is a question that I also um, I thought of this one uh, a little bit earlier today, and um, so basically I'm gonna I'm gonna create a hypothetical college right now. Okay. So this hypothetical college is called Fantasy Football College, and you have the opportunity to go there, and you can take whatever class you want. Basically, I want to know that if you could go there, if you could go to Fantasy Football College and you could take a class and you could get a degree in a certain area of fantasy football and you're guaranteed to get better, what would that be? So if, for example, if you could take a trading class and you would guarantee yourself getting better at trading, a, a drafting class, a um, uh, a lineup, a starting lineup tr- class where you can you can tell like if someone's going to, you know, your starting lineup for the week. So basically, what what class would you attend at Fantasy Football College? Yeah, that's easy. It, it would be trading. Um, that's actually probably one of my worst uh, 
talents, if you will, <laughs> in fantasy. And quite honestly, I think I'm a pain in the butt to trade with. Ask Reagan probably. And actually ask Grassman and uh, let me guess, Nimrod. You're, you're painting like three butts, <laughs> just so you know. I know. Um, that actually, I should, I, the, <laughs> I think I made Grassman mad at me the one time because I reacted in a way to his trade offer. He he didn't take it too kindly, and I probably was a little too harsh. And I'm willing to apologize for that. No, you got to uh, play hardball in this league. You got to play hardball. You don't let anyone take run over. Hey, you. I still have the text and the offer, so I could share that publicly if you like. Um, I will no, rage I, quit. I'm just. I um no, I won't. <laughs> I I feel like I'm just. I don't understand the value sometimes. Um, and I've gone over that with Reagan and well, and especially Nim about, about values, especially within the dynasty format. And so I don't, that's a, that's part know, of the I'm process. Still, yeah. You well, I, I know, but I, some, I don't know. I just, I you feel can't. like I'm not wanting to give in very much to their ideas. And I don't really trust those guys. That's sort of the issue. Whenever uh, Reagan um, even says, oh, it's different. It's in Dynasty. Um, he's not valued as much. I'm thinking, yeah, no, because I just got done trading away Julio Jones and Josh Jacobs to you guys. And then you guys flipped them for gold. Whereas you were telling me when you were wanting to trade that uh, they're old and washed up. <laughs> it's all part of the tactics, my it's friend. It's all yep. part of the plan. <laughs> all right. Hey, let's, let's <laughs> move yeah. on. Yeah, we got to keep this moving. We, we got to keep it moving. Yeah. Matt, talk to us about your question. Um, So this is one of my favorites just because I don't, I don't know why, but who is your favorite fantasy football player like that you would have either – on your team or not on your team? Who's your favorite player in fantasy football? Um, I don't actually have one, um, but one of the guys I resist every year to get, and I intentionally don't get him, and that is my man, Patrick Mahomes. I called I, it. I literally whispered that to the guys. Listen, listen, I don't, I'm not a huge home. I don't like homeboys in fantasy leagues, um, and Matty I don't Ice. get him just because of that. And but he would be one guy I wouldn't mind having, but I'm not going to trade for him. Whoever has him. <laughs> All right, cool, sweet Reagan. Last question for Marvy. Uh, if you had a rival in chaos, and I know we discussed this on the chat, who would it be? Uh, well, probably Nims be- or oh, okay. Grassman. Let me clear. Let me explain why. Um, Quickly, please. Grassman was because of our little tiff we had with our trading format, and then uh, we uh, battled it out a little bit in the chats. It seemed like um, so. I wouldn't mind if he'd lose, which he probably will anyhow. Um, and then Nims, because he uh, knows all the numbers and is all this stats guy and thinks he's smart. That's a good reason. Think, thinks he's yeah. smart. I like thinks that answer. Thinks he's smart. <laughs> All right, we are at the end of, what is this, week 10 episode. We're going into week 11, week 11 right? Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, so this is our 12th episode. I feel like this is a, this is a milestone. Um, I don't know why. I just feel like the number 12 is the number is of players it, in our league. Is it 12 or is it 11? It is, it's 12 because we did the- The uh, trade special. Yes, yeah, the yeah, trade yeah, special. Yeah. Uh, so this is the 12th podcast that we've recorded. So- uh, we are going to take it out here, guys. And uh, thank you, Marvin. Thank you, Mr. Marvy, for joining us. 
today. Have have a great time. You you do suck yep. and you should be you should be tanking, but uh that's not allowed in this league, so don't do that. Yeah, don't tank. Yeah. Don't tank like yeah. uh no, I won't. Don't tank like Thanks Todd McMath. Guys. Thanks to you guys for all the work you're doing being vulnerable. Absolutely. Uh, on the on the podcast especially because it gives me opportunity and others I suppose to rip you guys apart for your takes, but uh, I'm not sure how many of us others are. And with that, we're out. Be taking your spot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I will be watching my mail. I assume I will be getting a speaker before too long, and uh, right, also a check. The payment. Also, also a check for the <laughs> for the sponsorship. But thank you guys. See you guys. Stay chaotic. Peace. Later. Peace.